and that's all we have to- Are you ready to face the facts? Yes. Then meet your illustrious host, Basil Brush. Oh, someone's shot him. Boom, boom. Your illustrious host, Ben Volchard. Ben can see through escalators and uses this knowledge for good, not evil. Please make him welcome. Yes, hello and welcome to yet another episode of The Illustrious Factor with me, your slightly becolded host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. It's time to get factorizing. Yes, tonight's show features an exclusive performance of the short play Faces, as well as facts about pirates, ceramics, and much, much more. Oh, and of course, we have tonight's prize question, which this week is, how do cows greet each other? That's, how do cows greet each other? Please write in if you think you know the answer. But first, it's the... Opening monologue. That's right, the... Opening monologue. Hillary Clinton has stated that she would not deport children if elected president. It is unknown whether or not she meant this as a threat of extortion and that she would deport children if not elected president. In other news, a local man has found a job at a prestigious law firm by promising not to knife everyone there if they employed him. Marvel have announced a new trailer for their upcoming 68th film in what is, at the time of the recording, a 4,795 film series planned to finish in the late post-apocalyptic period when dinosaurs will be resurrected and jam will be the world's currency, bank managers roaming the streets without hats. And in science news, I'm working with several prominent researchers on a method to turn everyone into everlasting parcels. I haven't succeeded yet, but I'll keep you posted. And I think I can just make out something in my illustrious factoscope. Yes, 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 it is a fact. And that means it's fact time. But first, a word from our sponsors. There's not a single painter that the true art connoisseur wishes to have in their collection more so than the Italian master Caravaggio. But Caravaggio's paintings may sometimes be a little bit too expensive. So we here have thought up Caravaggio reproductions, but those are also sometimes a bit too expensive. So what we have thought up are Caravaggio reproductions reproductions. That's right, Caravaggio reproductions reproductions. They're Caravaggio paintings reproduced and then reproduced again, all for a very, 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 very low price. Caravaggio reproductions reproductions. You'll want one in your collection, obviously. Contact us now. Yes, you're listening to The Illustrious Factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok, slightly be colded here live on Sin Nation. We've come now to the first portion of facts for the program, and the first portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program is all about Hanky Panky. <laughs> 
Hanky Panky is forbidden in Vermont. There are five people in the world who have ever truly mastered Hanky Panky, but they are all dead. The most popular form of Hanky Panky is the Hokey Pokey. It is performed in as many as 70 different countries at any one time. Hanky Panky is short for Handkerchief Pankerchief. And that was the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program. And now the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program. And the theme for the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program is... Ceramics. Ceramics happened three times in the 1970s, all in a tiny shed in Dover. 45 instances of ceramics ever have been found to contain traces of blowflies. At the moment, the Guinness World Record for licking the most ceramics in a minute is held by Bob Four Apples, a part-time maths teacher from Ontario. He licked seven. There's not much tessellated ceramics in struggles. Resistance has few tiles. And that was the second portion of facts for the first portion of facts for the program and the end of the first portion of facts for the program. And now we have a caller on the line. Hi there, you've called the Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Dolchok. What's on your mind? All right, so I'm going to need you to come to the Fifth National Bank on Piston Street this Sunday, 4pm precisely. Sausage Max will knock open the back door and then we'll get you to punch in the codes on the safe and... Uh, excuse me? You heard me. Come to the Fifth National Bank on Piston Street this Sunday, 4pm precisely. Sausage Max will knock open the back door and... I'm sorry, I don't think I can do this. Come on, you know everything about everything, right? Well, yes, but... Which means you know the codes of the safe. Well, yes, but I don't think I would like to engage in criminal activity. But you're the only man for the job. I'm sorry, I'll have to decline. Come on, mate, if you know everything, you'll know that I can come over there and squeeze your balls so hard I'll be washing your sperm off my hands for months. Ah, but since I know everything, that means I know everything about you, Gus Gandersmith, otherwise known as Big Gus Gandersmith. I know everything about you and a certain lady that I know that you wouldn't want your brother finding out about. And I know that if I hang up the phone now, you won't give me or my testicles any trouble, lest you wish this information disclosed. Thanks, Gus. But... Well, thank you for calling The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. Hope we've helped. And if you'd like to call The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, the number is... Please call soon. Yes, that's right. And of course, we hope you have not forgotten about tonight's prize question. How do cows greet each other? One answer in here from Chomley Directional, who writes, Maybe they just moo a bit. No, that's just ridiculous, Chomley. We're proud to present now on The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, our latest installment of Illustrious Theatre, where each week we present a short play to give a bit of slice of life to the proceedings. Last week we had Crab's Day at the Office by Belinda Pendant, and this week we're fortunate enough to bring to your ears an exciting new play called Faces, which is much better than the boring old play called Faces. 
This exciting new play called Faces was written by an exciting new playwright by the name of Bellerophon Christmastime. So sit back and enjoy the exciting new play called Faces by Bellerophon Christmastime. There's something on your face. My face? What is a face, though? Why are faces? What do you mean, why are they? Why are they the way they are? They're just faces. Wait, they're all of our sensory organs in one place. Sensory data doesn't take as long to get to the brain. I worked it out. Are you okay? Is your face okay? Yes. Good. Faces are good. I have to go now. Have a nice day. Next, please. And that was Faces, an exciting new play by Bellerophon Christmas Time, the latest in our showcase of illustrious theatre. Faces was actually the first in a series of body part influenced plays by the exciting new playwright Bellerophon Christmas Time, and next week we'll be presenting the second part in that series entitled Ass. Right now we have another word from our sponsors. Do you need to get from one place to another, but there's solid objects in the way? Well, look no further than us. The Tunnel Specialists. Yes, the Tunnel Specialists. Call us and we'll dig a tunnel for you from any point A to any point B. That's any point A to any point B. Nothing can stop us. The Tunnel Specialists. Call us now. And if you can't get to a telephone, well, you should have called us. The Tunnel Specialists. We're not as boring as we sound. You're listening to The Illustrious Fracture with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. It's come to the second portion of facts for the show, and the theme for the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show is... Pirates. Jack Sparrow is a pirate, and also an instruction for a bird masturbator. Pirate hats are the same shape on all sides, so that everyone who looks at them can tell that they're pirates. Pirates only keep parrots because the words sound similar. All pirates have only one leg. Most choose to cover it up using prosthetics, but one pirate decided to just walk on his hands. This pirate was known as Buttbeard. Pirates navigate using a radar. That was the first portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show. And now for the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show. The final portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show. And the theme for the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show. The final portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the show is... Poetry. 
the very first poetry was written by a 10th century potato farmer by the name of Brannigan Flanagan. The only thing that separates free verse poetry from prose are conveniently placed line breaks. There was once a man from Melbourne who couldn't be bothered finishing limericks properly. Poetry about pink root vegetables is known as beet poetry. And that was the end of the second portion of facts for the second portion of facts for the program and the end of the second portion of facts for the program. Just a message here from Poppy Cherry, who writes, I just peed my pants. How they got through my urinary tract, I'll never know. Well, Poppy, sounds like you're in trouble. But right now, another word from our sponsors. Have you been struggling to join your love of gourds the vegetable with your love of gourds the vessel? Well, thanks to us, you can now have both in the same product. That's right, gourd in a gourd. I'll repeat that because it's so revolutionary. Gourd in a gourd. That's right, gourd in a gourd, the vegetable in a vessel that you'll love twice as much as each part separately. Yes, gourd in a gourd. Get yours now from your local gourd in a gourd Stockists. You're listening to The Illustrious Factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And it's time now here on The Illustrious Factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation for our illustrious musical interlude. This week we have a very rare early recording session of the hit song The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. In this recording, the character of Darkness was actually present. It was a real person, and they would offer commentary on the song. Soon after, Simon and Garfunkel abandoned their friendship with Darkness and went on to become the successful singer-songwriter duo that you know today. But here right now is a very rare early recording session of the hit song The Sound of Silence by Simon and Garfunkel. Not many lyrics were actually sung because darkness was so ever-present. Here we go, The Sound of Silence, a very rare early recording session by Simon and Garfunkel. Hello darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again Really? Really, Paul? Really, Paul? Really, Art? I mean, talk. Is that all you want me to do? Maybe I thought maybe this time we'd go bowling. You know, my name's Darkness. It doesn't mean I can always talk, talk, you know? Talk, talk. Every time I come here, you want me to talk and talk and talk. I have other interests, you know, Paul. Now, Art, I've told you before I like bowling. You know, bowling, for example. That's a good thing. Bowling. Bowling. I like bowling. Strike. Spare. You know, I like those things. Maybe my name is Darkness, but I have interests, you know. We're singing about the sound of silence now. What What are you doing? What? You want me to talk or you want me to be silent? 
what, 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 what is this? Or is the sound of silence my voice? Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that I sound like silence? Darkness? Me? Darkness? Are you saying that I would be better off not talking to? Then why do you keep telling me that you want to talk with me? You know? I'm meant to be your friend, your old friend, but what do you do? You just sit there and just, just do your harmonizing about how you want me to just talk and talk and then you want me to be silent. You know, we can be silent while bowling. Bowling is a thing you cannot talk during. We can also talk during bowling, if that's something that interests you, you know? It interests me, I don't care whether we talk or not talk, I just want to spend some quality time with you two. Your, your old friend Darkness here, hello, do you remember me? I'm Darkness, hello. <sighs> just every time, literally every time, I try and, I try and come up to you and then... Nothing, just spurned again. Me, your old friend Darkness. I was gonna order pizza, you know? I know you love pepperoni pizza. And, you know, both of you love pepperoni pizza. But, but no. No. You just wanna, you wanna talk with me again. Again. You know, you think I haven't had enough of talking? I, I talk every damn day of my life. I talk, you know? That's me, darkness. I'm talk, I'm a talker. You know, I talk. That's what I do. Okay? Could we not have gone bowling, Paul? I mean, come on! I've been dropping hints all week. Oh, Paul, hey! Have you seen my new bowling shoes? Oh, guess I must have left them at the bowling alley where I go all the time. Forget it. I'm out of here. See you later. If you want to talk, ask, I don't know, lightness or whatever. Yeah. That's right, end the song. Bye. Yes, that was our illustrious musical interlude for this week. A very rare early recording session of the hit song The Sound of Silence by folk music artists Simon and Garfunkel featuring Darkness. There's a message right here from Sylvester Stella All Alone, who writes, Why can I remember which teachers in high school rode bikes, but not where I put my umbrella this morning? Well, Sylvester, this is due to the fact that your short-term memory is not as good as your long-term memory, which is usually influenced by the high proportion of bicycles in your education. Bicycles, of course, emitting a certain fluid which affects your brain in that way. But now it's time for another word from our sponsors. Is your garden looking kind of bare? Well, why not buy an entire constabulary? That's right, we've got entire constabularies for sale. You can buy sergeants, you can buy lieutenants, you can buy any type of police officer in the world. We've got entire constabularies for sale. That's right, arranging your garden any which way you like. Entire constabularies for sale here at the Metropolitan Police. Come down now and get your constabulary. Put them next to your azalea. Watch them complement the orchid display. They won't even disturb the gnomes. That's right, entire constabularies that you can get here from the Metropolitan Police. Come down now. 
You're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, where it's time right now to move on to our regular dip into the pool of the downbeat, otherwise known as Despondency Corner with Alabaster Turquoise. Please begin, Alabaster. Constable Frycook's last day in the force. Her last day of being told to sizzle an egg by the lads in blue. Billiards balls cracking, not from overuse, but from always falling to the ground because the table has no pockets. Eggshell fragments in your foreskin. Lampshade fragments in your foreskin. Smegmatic lampshades. Smegmatic eggs. Billiards tournaments at your local pub that you win by default because no one else turns up. Elevator music composers going broke and having to write digital radio stings. Digital radio stings. Bee stings in your foreskin. Jars, where the label hasn't faded enough to obscure the fact that they were your favourite pickles before the bankruptcy of the pickles firm. Having favourite pickles. Mayonnaise. Thank you very much to Alabaster Turquoise for that edition of Despondency Corner with Alabaster Turquoise, our weekly dip into the pool of the downbeat. We'll have some more next week. Another reminder, of course, about this week's prize question, which is, how do cows greet each other? We have an answer in here from Richard Tutorial, who says, how are moo? Ooh, so very, very close, Richard. Better luck next time. But right now, it's time once again for... Viewer Letters. Yes, that's right. Viewer Letters. The segment where each week I read out letters sent in by you, the viewers, the listeners. Viewer Letters. This week, our... Viewer Letters. Are sponsored by another dating site. This time, a dating site for Earth Colors. Yes, log on and find your match on... Ochre Cupid. The first letter this week comes directly from Jim Morrison, no relation, who writes, Dear Ben of the Illustrious Fact Show, with you my host, Ben Volchok. It has come to my attention that there's one particular joke that is only funny if you're not a geometric figure with four equal sides. I don't get it. Please explain. Well, Jim, I guess you had to be there. The next letter this week comes courtesy of Malcolm Ten, who writes... Dear Ben of the Illustrious Fact Show, with you my host Ben Volchok. Recently, I purchased a toaster that has been doing nothing but malfunctioning. 
It not only malfunctions once, but it malfunctions twice and three times and even four times. Last week I caught it malfunctioning five times and my wife claims that she even saw it malfunctioning six times. This is ridiculous. I only wanted a simple toaster to simply toast my simple bread. I just want some bloody toast. I'm going out of my mind. I swear that as I'm writing this, it's getting ready to malfunction seven times and maybe even then malfunction eight times. Why, oh why is it doing this? Please help me, Ben, of the illustrious fact show with you, my host, Ben Volchok. Well, Malcolm, let me tell you, toasters are like cats. I've never seen a toaster malfunction more than nine times. When it reaches the ninth malfunction, you will have tamed your toaster. Just like that. And then you can have your slightly burnt bread in peace. You're welcome. Yes, and that's about all the viewer letters that we have time for on this week's episode of The Illustrious Factor with me, your host, Ben Molchok, here live on Sin Nation. And now, on The Illustrious Factor, with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, it's time to proceed to the third and final portion of facts for the program. And the first portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program's theme is related a bit to one of Alabaster Turquoise's entries, in fact, two of Alabaster Turquoise's entries, in that it is all about billiards. The name billiards derived from Billy Yards, a game invented in 1376 where people would gather to chase people called William round a yard with long sticks. It is said that William Shakespeare's experience in Billy Yards later prompted him to write Othello. 1,000 billiards is called trilliards. Billiard balls were originally in the shape of an egg, but were later changed because of their similarity to gridiron. The third National Paraguayan Billiards Championships had to be cancelled because of maggots eating all their tables. Billiards must be played in silence because all the players are keeping a secret. And that was the first portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program. And now for the second and final portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program, the theme for the second and final portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program is... Fashion! A popular look in Dorchester in the summer of 1958 was the just-popped-out-of-an-egg look, otherwise known as the freshly-hatched-chic. Every new fashion trend is just another variant of pyjamas. Currently, the biggest fashion is that people love ankles and hate socks. Wear a purple feather in your hat to honour the late fashion designer Cockle Spurs Bin Machine, who for his 73-year-long fashion designing career would make suits out of nothing but purple bird feathers. And that was the second and final portion of facts for the third and final portion of facts for the program and all of the portions of facts for the program. Just another caller here. Hello, you've called the illustrious fact show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. How may we help you today? Oh, this isn't the speaking clock. No, this is the illustrious fact show with me, your host, Ben Volchok. Oh, well, do you have the time? 
Yes, it's about 20 past 8. No, the exact time. It's 8.21. But how many seconds? Did you want the exact time you first asked for the exact time, or the exact time now? The exact time, right... Now! Well, it's 8.22 now. How many seconds? It will be 17 seconds right... Now. 17 seconds. 18 seconds. Damn it! 19 seconds. Exactly? Exactly 20 seconds. Alright, I've got... 21 seconds. Alright, I'm gonna go... How about you set your watch to 8.22 and 41 seconds, and when it reaches that, I'll say now, and then you can press the little button that starts it up again. That'll be the best solution, I think. Oh, I'm not setting my watch. Oh. Then what are you doing? Oh, well... I'm cooking an egg, and I need to know when I put it on so I can time it for six minutes exactly. Well, why didn't you just look at your watch and count six minutes from there? You don't have to know the exact time. Oh, I don't have a watch. A clock, then. I don't have a clock. Well, how are you planning on measuring six minutes exactly? Oh, I was going to have the speaking clock on the line until they said the time six minutes exactly after I called. Wait, have you put your eggs on already? Oh my god, how long has it been? Do you want a rough estimate? I want to know exactly! It's been exactly 1 minute and 26 seconds. Oh, phew. 27. Alright, what do I do? I suggest you count second by second, and then stop when you reach 6 minutes. Okay, okay, I think I can do that. You ready? Yeah, I think so, I think so. Alright, good luck. It's been 1 minute 54 seconds, starting... Now. 1 minute 54, 1 minute 55, 1 minute 56, 1 minute 57... One minute fifty-eight. One minute fifty. You called the illustrious fact show with me, your host Ben Volchok. Let's just hope your seconds are accurate. Enjoy your eggs. If you'd like to call the illustrious fact show with me, your host Ben Volchok, you're more than welcome to. Our number is. Hope to hear from you soon. And now another word from our sponsors. Hey folks, feeling bored? Well, why not come down to Live Cremations? Yes, Live Cremations. Just get in an oven and we'll burn you. That's right, we'll burn you for a very, very low price. Live Cremations. That's the new trend of sweeping the nation. And then we're sweeping the ashes. Live Cremations. A very, very low price and a very, very profitable afternoon. Live Cremations. Come here now. Yes, you're listening to The Illustrious Fact Show with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation, where it's time right now for a quick snippet of This Day in History with Castellano Thimblestocking. Castellano usually presents the top tips on the program, but this week decided to do something different. So here now is a quick snippet of This Day in History with Castellano Thimblestocking. Oh yeah, hi. Um, yeah, oh, I thought I'd do something a bit, a bit different this, uh, this time. Um, so this day in history, March 11, 1139, bishops are invented by Indonesian monks and sent over to Florence. Fourteen forty-four, the first running happens in Guatemala. Before this, they walked everywhere, and even jogging was seen as heresy. 1790, Japanese fishermen discover the concept of secret underground bunkers. 1840, Donald Trump is born. 1918, Scientists in Ethiopia 
make first steps towards creating what we now know as the starfish. 1957, Donald Trump dies. 2015, Druids in the Northern Territory, that's here in Australia, finish constructing the daughter of Stonehenge. 2752, Donald Trump is born again. The year 3000, the Earth is flattened. Uh, 4,666 trucks now have 47 wheels. And 8,943, the end of the universe. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that uh, quick snippet of uh, this day in history, March 11th. And that was a quick snippet of this day in history with Castellano Thimblestocking, who usually presents the top tips, but this week decided to do something different. And it's time right now to reveal the winning answer to tonight's prize question, how do cows greet each other? And the winning answer has been submitted by Esteban Autobahn, who said, Cow are you? That's cow are you? Congratulations, Esteban. Your prize today is a signed copy of Faces by Bellerophon Christmas Time. And that's all we have time for on this week's episode of The Illustrious Factor with me, your slightly becolded host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. We hope you've absolutely enjoyed every single second. Tonight's thought of the day is, those with nothing to hide, hide nothing, and then close down their tannery. Tune in again next week for another episode of The Illustrious Factor with me, your host, Ben Volchok, here live on Sin Nation. And remember, may you all be illustrious. The Illustrious Factor was devised, written, and performed by Ben Volchok. Keep up to date on Facebook.com slash Illustrious Facts and tune in next week on Friday at 8pm on Sin Nation.